Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Santa will bring a lot of smartphones uh, on Christmas morning. And how to deal with smartphones for children has been a big thing. In 2024, New Zealand has now introduced a complete ban on phones nationwide in all schools. New Zealand just went, nope, into a school, a phone shall not come. And that's a rule there now. Here at home, we've got a kind of a set of guidelines from the Department of Education that parents to avoid buying smartphones for their children who are going to primary schools or don't let the children bring them to primary schools. There isn't an actual rule there. But could we do it? Will it work in New Zealand that way? Can you make absolute rules? Bethan O'Reardon is a psychotherapist and is behind the Mum's Mind podcast. Bethan, is it possible to ban something like phones out of schools completely? Morning. Uh, good morning. Merry Christmas. I'll Thank add you. farmers to your list as well. My husband's family are farmers, so I'll add farmers to the people working Excellent. Christmas Day. If you haven't said farmers we have already. Mentioned far- we wouldn't um, have our Christmas dinner only for them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I was busy cutting a red cabbage. I was listening, but not observing. Um, can we ban phones? I don't know. I mean, so... Uh, when a journalist got in touch with me about this and after I spoke to her, I kind of thought, but what is it that the government are trying to do? So I know, well, I think I know from the article I read in New Zealand, they want to ban phones to bring up the uh, the academic abilities of the students. But, but, But banning phones over here, I didn't understand exactly why it is they wanted to do it, if it was for same reasons or different reasons. And I think it, it, it's really hard, isn't it? Because the government are trying to put a set of rules on parenting. I think the big problem and with them in the primary school and even secondary school too is is bullying. We've talked so much on the show about bullying and the days are gone yeah. when bullying finished, when school finished. And because of phones, it's happening around the clock now. So if you can keep the phones yeah. out of schools, you might just stop some of it. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I mean, for me, bullying is about, say, the child who is a bully. It's about them not being able to manage their world, not being able to manage life. So, um, so that's a kind of different thing from banning a phone completely because they will just go home and use the phone. Yeah. I think if children get phones, it's so very important that parents help them with their phones because children actually, and teens, because I've worked with teens extensively over the last 20 years, teens don't actually know 
how to say things in messages, how to interpret things, how to reply back to things. Even I'm an old grey-haired woman, mom of three at this stage. And even sometimes I get a message and I have to phone my friend and say, what are you talking about? Mm. You know, because these things can be interpreted. But I know that bullying is different, just to say that. Mm. I know that, you know, obviously bullying is wrong, etc. You're not a fan, I think, Bethan. You know, as a therapist, you're not a fan of banning things in general. No, I mean, I worked in addiction for over 10 years and drugs are banned. And does it mean that drugs have gone away and the complicated problems of drugs have gone away? Not at all. I mean, I think drug use is up and up and up. I I, I think... Um, Banning things makes them go underground, makes them become more hidden, and and that doesn't help children at all. I mean, the more that we can be okay about things, the more that we can put guidelines onto things, the more that we can help children, then they'll be able to understand it. And I say this, I'm a mom of three, my oldest is 12, my youngest is nine. We have phones in our house and oh, sometimes it's like having an extra child, having to just manage the screen time, figure out what's gone on mm. and all the rest of it. So I know this stuff is complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pester power is very strong and Santa has been persuaded to bring some phones. So when those phones are open and active on Christmas morning, advice for parents, how do you... How Santa has been persuaded to bring the phone. Now that he has done that, yeah, it's, it's kind of the parent's job, isn't it, to work with the child? Yeah, I think so. And I know that's really hard, but nobody else is going to raise our children apart from us. So the government can put in guidelines, schools can put in guidelines, but really it's how the parents manage things. So like I've I've worked closely with schools and closely with families where bullying goes on online, say on Snapchat or something outside of school, and then parents report back into the school. Uh, what can the schools do really about bullying outside of school hours on online? They can do a bit, but parents can do more. So if kids get phones on Christmas Day, it's about coming up with rules is 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 number one about when they're allowed them. No phones in a bedroom. Have the privacy uh, account, accounts on private. Have it so that the parents can check them. Some parents put on like a a timer, you know, so the devices switch off after a certain time but the biggest thing is when you set the rules with your child know that the rules are going to be broken Mm -hmm. because that's just the nature of life and it's not necessarily about giving out to your child and kind of going going crazy oh that's it you can't have this you're not responsible enough for it it's actually that probably we're giving them something that they actually their brain development and their life experience probably actually doesn't know what to do with so when the rules get broken it's about oh well that rule didn't work, did it? Let's figure out what we can do differently. But whatever happens, I meet many parents who say, my child who's 10, 11, 12, 13 won't give me the password for their phone so I can't check anything. I say, well, that's dangerous territory because they actually need help. What is it that they're hiding from you? Because parents, we need to see what our children are doing online and who they're talking to, who's talking to them, and then we can help them more. Mm. That relationship with your child, particularly young teens, uh, you want them to be able to bring you everything and show you everything, but yet there's privacy is becoming a massive thing. With, with puberty comes this obsession with, with privacy, uh, and it's very hard ground to tread, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is really hard. But I think the thing to remember is that you are the parent and you are the adult. And it's not like you go into the relationship saying, well, I am the parent, I am the adult, you know, you must listen to me. It's that you have to know in your mind, well, I'm actually here to guide this person. So there may be disagreements there, you know, the child may not, the teen may not like what you're doing. And you don't have to check. You don't have to check everything, everything. You know, like if there's one friend that they're chatting away with and you know that that's going to be safe, say to them, look, I'm not going to check that, but I'm just going to keep my eye on the class chat because I know that there's been a few dodgy bits thrown in there. And And really, sorry, on you go. Go Lastly and briefly, um, guidelines for, you know, we can't do an outright ban or outright limits on time, but how do we discuss that? Um, well, figure out with your child. I think sleep is a really important thing here. It's really important that kids come off screens with enough time to wind down their brains so they can sleep. So that's the first place to start. And also look at your child, see what their behavior is like when they come off their screen. If they're going crazy, if they're wanting to throw stuff at you, if they, well, that was too much screen time then. So look at your child, look to see how their behaviour is, and they will guide you. All right, Bethan, thank you. We'll talk again, no doubt. Bethan O'Riordan, psychotherapist and a part of the Mums Mind podcast. Corks 96 FM.